When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. And if this is your first Geekscape, well, strap yourselves in for some pop culture talk, movies, video games, comic books, TV. We usually cover that kind of stuff on Geekscape. We've been doing the show for a bit. Maybe you've been with us. Maybe this is your first Geekscape. Either way, welcome. I love having you here. I like talking to you over the uh, expanse of the internet and uh, it makes me feel a little less alone. Uh, we've built quite the community here at Geekscape. We've got the 91 Donkey Lane Boys on uh, their podcast that is reaching their 100th episode right here on the Geekscape Network. And we're going to have uh, Bacon and Nate on to talk all about it. They're an improvised show um, and they're hilarious. So uh, I think you'll agree with me when we get those boys on the show. I did invite the $2 late guys on the show, but they had some stuff come up. So we were about to have like a serious five dude insanity man party, middle-aged man party here on Geekscape. Uh, and that would have been fun, but we'll just have the $2 late fee guys on later. The Geekscape podcast network keeps growing. Uh, speaking of which, uh, Don and Lee from Saturday Morning Showdown are in Los Angeles, and I took them to lunch today. We uh, caught up. They're in town from Philadelphia and uh, took a little vacation before Lee starts a brand new job. So congratulations on the new job, Lee. Listen to their podcast, Saturday Morning Showdown. They talk about all the Saturday morning cartoon shows that we loved as kids. Uh, so if you get that nostalgic itch, let's see, we got our late fee for you. If you like action, like if you like eighties movies, if you like uh, action movies, you got to go to Bulletproof Action. That's our action podcast. If you like comedy, you got ninety one Rocky Lane. We got all sorts of stuff here at the network. Um, but it was good to see Don and Lee today and uh, talk some Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, and it's going to be good to have. Bacon and Nate on, and uh, I have no idea what we'll talk about because they do an improvised show. So maybe we have subjects. Uh, please subscribe to Geekscape on any of your favorite podcatchers wherever you listen to your podcasts. I do want to thank you for listening to Geekscape every week. Uh, we've got a really big episode coming up in two weeks. I know you thought that our Bat Week was huge two weeks ago, where we had the executive producer of the Batman film, uh, Michael Uslan, on. Uslan. Uh, and I, we talked about Batman, uh, Ian and I, we did our Batman special, but this one, you're going to have to circle the calendar for this one. We've got, uh, Ian and I, we're going to go see Jared Leto in, Mor- in uh, Morbius. So that one's going to be great. And, um, you know what? I'm not going to doubt Sony, but they say, uh, a brand new Marvel legend arrives. <laughs> I don't think Marvel comics is ever called Morbius, a Marvel legend, but, um, but Sony's doing it. So look forward to that. Hit the subscribe, share with your friends, and be like, these two idiots are going to go see Morbius. Uh, that ought to be fun. All right. Enough 
with the uh, silliness. Let's get to Geekscape. Here we go. Geekscape is time to me. Uh, time for Jonathan to start the show. I almost talked about myself in the third person. Ugh, Fifteen years. Why would I start being uh, able to do this now? Uh, do want to say though that uh, the Geekscape produced short film El Rey is at the Malibu Film Festival this week. I almost forgot that one. You can actually watch it online by going to Zolo.org. That's X O L O. Dot org and Zolo is like a uh, this little streaming service, and they got the Malibu Film Festival films there. You'll find El Rey, and it's like four ninety nine to watch their films for a week, but there's a free week, and the festival only lasts till the twenty seventh, and then you can't watch it anymore. So I say go to Zolo.org, go to the Malibu Film Festival page, sign up for their free week. Scroll down to El Rey or any of those films from the Malibu Film Festival and watch our nine, ten minute little movie, El Rey, that it has a nice fat Geekscape logo at the front end of it because my Geekscape partner, George Callert, and I put that movie together and you might even see some Geekscape characters in there. So that's there. Let me get to the uh, comments real quick. Frank Bowen, uh, I, I miss Frank. Frank's great. I used to write some of the video game dialogue with Frank way back in the video game days. Uh, he says the Expanse finale, final season was so-so. I'm sorry about that, Frank. Matt Kelly says, need more man meat. He's never met a microphone he didn't like. Uh, Frank also says he misses Saturday morning cartoons. When are they coming back? I don't know, man. I think we aged out of it. I mean, where are you Saturday mornings? Uh, I think they just, there's so many cartoon channels now. Uh, Ruben Oleg Sweet says, I haven't been to a man party in over a decade. Have some fun for me. Don't forget the lube. Uh, you know what? Teach their own. Lube, no lube, whatever we want to do. Uh, I'll leave that to Bacon and Nate. Um, Rob Larrabee says, Jared Leto is actually doing better with Marvel than DC. I will be able to tell you that in about uh, a little over a week. Uh, let's let's not count our chickens quite yet, brother. Um, uh, one of the Facebook users says, didn't you have a film in Malibu last year? I think that's how I found y'all. Uh, I did not. Uh, the last time we had a film in Malibu was uh, Gay by Dawn in 2005. But uh, but we did have Chasing Fletcher Allen in festivals last last year. That was a Geekscape film. I, I got, we got to get that thing up for you all to watch. Okay, that's enough. You can leave comments if you want, but I got a show to do. Uh, okay, these are the two guys from 91 Donkey Lane. They've got their 100th episode coming up, so you really should go find them on any podcast app. And uh, subscribe to 91 Donkey Lane. It's insane. And I'll let the boys describe it to you. We got Bacon and Nate here. Just a bunch of dudes sitting around listening to some old dude music. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have a problem with any of that. 
Uh, hey, sorry, we're just jamming out. <laughs> hey, no, that's fine. You guys do you, and I, uh, you know what? I'm glad to be invited to your deal. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guest know, of honor. Yeah. Thank you, you for know. coming to our man meet party. I <laughs> uh, just want everyone to know to start off right off the bat, we are anti lube. Yeah, no lube, please. We think it, no ruined, lube. I think natural lube. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what, what's the excuse you used to having great uh, in like uh, college? I just want to feel you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we're starting out on a high note right here. We're starting out on a high note here. You see, you know what? We're we're gonna get the audience back though. Yeah, you, know, you see, you see those people who turned it off. They're gonna be like, you know what? That'll accidentally start playing once I finish a podcast that I was already listening to. Like, what a dumb, irresponsible little hornball we used to all be yeah. back in our college days to yeah. say something like that irresponsible. And I don't think I ever said that. I think I was actually a Boy Scout and was like, wait, you want to? I was just happy to be at the party. Like, yeah. you know, she could have been like, could you just be across the room and dance? <laughs> well, I do this. Like, I'd be like, yeah, it sounds that sounds great. I'm just glad to be near a girl. Um, but yeah. And how'd that uh, work usually? <laughs> you know what? It I finally hit my stride. After yeah. Hey, I finally hit my stride for a while. Yes, yes. We yes. have a wedding date. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but let's talk about you guys. Speaking of yeah. big numbers uh-huh. and anniversaries and things like that. 100, 100 episodes. Yeah. Oh, then you want Donkey Lane. Like... There's some more episodes than that, though, right? Y'all have like specials and things like that. These are the numbered episodes. Uh, well, I mean, you can call it a hundredth episode if you want to downplay things, <laughs> but uh, I think you know it's In- it's our twentieth, fifth, fifth episode, episode spectacular. spectacular. <laughs> so, and once again, we want to we're going to say it to everybody out on the Geekscape uh-huh. na- network. Anybody who listens, Ira Glass, how many do you have? <laughs> How many fifth? How many fifth episode spectaculars do you have, Ira Glass? We have more. We have twenty. <laughs> Hold on, let, let me check the internet. Uh, Ira Glass and, has zero. Uh, zero. Zero for Ira Glass. So there you go. Uh, suck on that, Ira Glass. And uh, you know what? I don't want you to return my call anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that that joke. You know how that that so uh, the in case episodes. Yeah, we lost the, like in case anybody's wondering. We call every fifth episode a fifth uh, fifth episode spectacular because uh-huh. Nate goofed in the, the sec- fifth ep- Yeah, the fifth episode. I I said it was a spectacular, and so we just kept going. Yeah, he like <laughs> just in conversation in like improvising. You were just like, yep, and this is our first fifth episode spectacular, mm-hmm. and uh, so then so we've this had, is our twentieth. Uh, so we're on our twentieth. <laughs> How did you guys meet? You know, I, I know both of you guys, and like huh? obviously, I've listened to the show, and I think it's effing hilarious. But like, how did y'all meet each other? Uh, was it the Boston Improv Festival? Yeah, was yeah. The first time? So we had a we had a friend that both we had a mutual friend we we both did comedy with, and uh, my so my the the guy lived here in Boston. He went to an Alaskan comedy festival. Bacon happened to be at the same festival, so they became in, friends. And in Alaska, was, yes, in yeah. Alaska, we went to the Juno Improv Festival in Juno, Alaska. And is that a big deal? Or <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's like what? There were a lot of people there. Uh, we sure. were the only team from Chicago, uh-huh. uh, and then there they were the only team from Boston. Yeah, 
And really, we just did it to be like, hey, as a group of friends, let's go on vacation together. And then we'll sure. also do an improv show, you know, do a couple improv shows and it'll, you know, be a tax write off, I guess. So so they connect in Alaska uh, about a year later. Bacon comes to uh, Boston. I've heard all about him, you know, and they everyone kept telling me you guys would be awesome. You'd be great friends if you met. So we did a show up here and we've pretty much been friends ever since. We hit it off. These are stage shows. These are stage improv. Yeah. 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 I think we performed like the first time I met you. I think the longest I talked to you was on stage for uh-huh. the first time. Right? Like we did a <laughs> show much. together. Yeah, we we pretty much just been doing bits since uh, then. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever had a real conversation. No, I don't. <laughs> still, I don't know if he has any brothers or sisters. Have you had that? He's not situation. My wedding. Have you had that situation happen where you end up like on stage and everything? The chemistry is great, but then the second you get off stage and the person goes back into their oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. they're just like what? This is a pod person. Some of my favorite people to perform with are people that I've never really actually talked to outside because (laughs) they're just that you have a different stage persona, (laughs) and sometimes you just fit with somebody, and then yeah, you just have different. A lot of times too, like you you have this opposite thing where the opposite person you have this great chemistry on stage. Right, and you get off, and you realize, oh, we're opposite everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is no, you, like you almost, you almost like don't like them off stage. Yeah, I know that's happened yeah. to me before. But hey, man, yeah. great, great show. But I got to go join these truckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna ride around DC. I <laughs> <laughs> <Gotta> go. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right, <laughs> you have fun great there. Show. Thanks again. <laughs> I I have a very not nice joke that i do with new people and i shouldn't do it with new people but i do it with new people because who i may never see them again and i'm almost guaranteeing that i don't um my producer is a member of the tv academy and he took me to this event um last tuesday at the tv academy and they have food and stuff and they showed an, uh, they were doing it for this apple uh plus show acapulco which is mm-hmm. it was good it's a good show um i have not started watching it but they show the pilot they have the cast come and do a q a and then afterwards people are just kind of sitting around there's a or you know eating there's a there's a red carpet everybody in hollywood wants to get their pictures taken it's like oh, a smoothie event and no and i hit it off with some people who were talking and you know like, hey we should connect and we trade the social medias or the emails and the uh-huh. phone numbers <laughs> but i can't help myself and when Jonathan's at a social situation and it's going well because he doesn't actually have to have an in-depth conversation. He can just stay funny and cursory. Then I feel like I can get away with mm-hmm. silliness because yeah. they're la- they've been laughing for the last hour. Uh, and so as I go to hug this person, and this is a joke I've been doing with my friends as you start to see them again after the pandemic, I'll hug them like, hey, goodbye, give a hug. And then I'll whisper into the ear, mm-hmm. I ain't getting no damn vaccine. <laughs> like, like, you know, it, you just you have to say it with like a breathy voice and a little bit of an accent, and and, that's, that's and, and like let the hug hold a little bit till it be like I got you, mm-hmm. you know, like I your tag you're it kind of no, thing. No one's um, me. <laughs> I ain't getting no nowhere near my. Um, yeah. Feel free, Geekscapists, people you haven't seen in a while. Maybe they don't know your poly. Play that game with them and just see how it goes. <laughs> I just felt this person kind of like go stiff and be like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, the, the, the world is my stage, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Nate and I are not like that. <laughs> You know what I, it's a game like is this person gonna punch me yeah <laughs> game we like to play 
uh we actually got along immediately yeah uh, like as soon as we met uh instant friends and like we 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 have a lot of little things in common that a lot of people don't have in and one is nate was uh on a submarine in the mm-hmm. navy yeah, uh and, and you don't find a lot of comedians that have done military service especially sure. improvisers that they just really don't overlap and then i was in the marines reserves and we both were in it and we both hated it so it was like perfect it was like hey you hate this thing i also hate this thing oh let's talk about how much we hate this thing but also we're very proud that we are this thing <laughs> it's a complicated relationship it's a, yeah <laughs> and it's like do you understand the sad relationship i understand the sad relationship it's really great but how did those backgrounds help you in your comedic and like improv skills like be like like but Nate, you got, you got to think that like having a, a literal captive yeah. audience in this damn uh-huh. submarine. I mean, like, yeah, well, yeah, I guess Nate. Like, Nate told me some. Would you like to tell him? <laughs> well, answer his question. Sorry, but then could you please tell yeah, one no, of your for, yeah. funny uh, sub stories? So, like, I, I I would work on stuff on the boat, right? That's kind of when I figured out I was I could be a comedian. I could do this, right? I, not that I ever did anything, but that and I. This could is right out of high school or something. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Like the first year of college, when I passed racquetball, and that was you know kind of it. So that's a big time in everyone's life. (laughs) I remember the first time I passed racquetball. (laughs) I was not a student at the time, so (laughs) it uh, uh, I actually my car broke down in a strip mall, and I was waiting for my cousins to come tow it away, and there were four recruiting offices right there, and uh, you know what? I I had a moment of. It's almost uh, predatory how they're yeah. just in strip malls. And uh, the sailor walked out, so I walked in and joined. I went to boot camp two weeks later because my car broke down. I, that that is, is a true story. It, Are you, is, it was because you were like in a financial strait that you were like, you know what? Yeah. I got to figure out how to like, fix this yeah. damn thing. I'm going to give yeah. them the next couple years of my life. Uh-huh. That's exactly what happened. I was failing college, and I'm like, well, I, I don't know what else to do. My car is broken down in this strip mall with the recruiting offices. I took it as a sign, so I joined the Navy insane <laughs> holy insane. crap I my know. dad basically forced me and i i did it to pay for college so we had exact opposite that's responsible but you know we your dad forced you just because he didn't want to pay for college or that was a good option to help him out or what uh my grandpa served in the army uh during world war ii and my grandpa is that right during World War II? I don't Did I know. make yeah. that up? Yeah, that would be a grandpa. Right. If you and I are similar days. He was born in 1918. 1918 would yeah. be World War II, yeah. Yeah, he was World yeah. War II. He was in the Army in World War II, paratrooper. And then my dad uh, was in the Marines on an aircraft carrier, like an old diesel aircraft carrier. Yeah. And that would have been when it came to me, I was like, clearly not the person. Like, not, it's not for me. It's It's not the environment I enjoy being in the military let alone the marines uh which are just insanely over the top and it's all about murdering people and it's just really not my jam uh but at the time i signed up august 2001 uh thinking that there would be little chance of going to war and i will just have to do my one weekend a month two weeks a year (laughs) and then september 11th happened and i uh and i didn't know at the time that the contract you sign doesn't matter until you go to boot camp and then then once you sign that's your real contract so i could have got out at any time i didn't know that but also at the time everyone was very patriotic and i felt like i was doing the right thing and then my thing is all like then 
you know, we invade Iraq, has nothing to do with any of that, and it, it's a complicated thing. So, yeah, Nate and I have this complicated relationship uh, with the military. For me, it really didn't help me out because nobody, none of the Marines oh. found it funny. That siren means oh. Matt just added another show to the network. Ah. So, way to go, Matt. Anyway, yeah. uh, and yeah. uh, but Nate was able to get some really funny stories because he was just in a submarine underwater. Yeah. So there, there's and nothing Nate, to do. Yeah, nothing, nothing at all. It turns out I'm really hell? good. I'm really yeah. good at annoying people. Uh, <laughs> I mean, y'all were, were funny in high school or in college before this, right? Like, it's not like you weren't funny and then suddenly you're stuck in a tin can yeah, in the ocean. No, I've always really... been. Yeah, I've always been. You know, kind of. I've tried to make jokes. Pretty much, you know, it, it was my way of coping with everything, and you know, yeah. I just sort of always kind of been the funny guy. So, you know, on the boat, like, uh, there's one short story I'll tell. We had a uh, uh, the cruise mess is where we would all eat lunch and dinner, right? The cruise, uh, kind of like say could we play games, all this kind of stuff. Well, anyways, we had one boss come on, this chief, and he forbade us from using the cruise mess on Sundays unless we were eating or in a church service, right? Sure. So, yeah. like. We get one day off when you're underwater. That's Sunday. So basically, you took away our day off. Is So, like, the whole crew is very, very upset. So we pulled into port, like, two days later. I got my best friend at the time, this guy named Curtis Bell. Um, and we went, to, uh, we went to a Walmart, and we bought a bunch of supplies. We get back down on the boat. The first Sunday that comes up, I set up in the cruise mess. I've got a big black cloak. <laughs> I've got a bunch of little candles. <laughs> And a Ouija board. <laughs> and so we started worshiping the devil. <laughs> going like, oh, devil. Yeah, like real dumb, dumb, dumb stuff. Oh, devil. Please grant us blah, blah, blah. Anyways, they come. They, like everybody flips out. And, you know, we're like, well, yeah, you said we could worship. We they didn't we love the devil now. <laughs> yeah, they did. They were. I mean, I was thinking they were probably thinking something a little more Judeo-Christian, but they uh -huh. didn't specify, yeah. and that's it on them. Out. Yeah, so it's on them. Hey, so this is a Satan household. Yeah, <laughs> I walk in on Nate. Sometimes he's there's a lot of pig's blood. I, I will say uh, we got the cruise mess back the next week. So I mean, the devil did something for me. <laughs> this is keep. I'm trying to keep us alive here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and you, what side do you think God is on? <laughs> we, we, we are at a giant like machine built to kill people. Uh -huh. Yeah. Do you really think that we're on God's side here? Yeah. <laughs> no. Did I mean, you, we're even this close. Is a, this like, is we're a killing machine. Yeah. We're so close to hell. Let me tell you a few things I know about Jesus. One, he didn't go underwater. He, he walked Stood on, on top water. It. He walked on, on it. He wouldn't touch the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, he turned water he, he, into wine. He, he turned it into wine. He didn't. He was like, yeah. well, I never, water. What story did you hear about where he had uh, tried to kill somebody? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he definitely uh, never popped out of the water like a ninja or a submarine and tried no, to kill him. That is no. true. Yeah. No. And no. also, when that happens, when the sub does that, it's so much fun. When it pops out of the water like that, it is a blast. Because it goes up at an angle, right? Like in the uh -huh. movies, sharp angle. And, You're standing, and like, then you slam down, or what? Yeah. So it it pops up. You feel like weightless for just a split second. Then you do a boosh, you know, and then the whole boat does this. And then then you do this the whole time you're on the surface. You get real used to just rocking. But Damn. yeah, it's a tube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and bacon, you never got in trouble in the military for being a Are you yeah funny guy. Of course you did. All the. 
it's just I shouldn't have gone in. Uh, the I, I my last name is Bacon. Uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm six six. Uh, my uh, hair color is the color of skin. Uh, like I have a dominant brow ridge. All these things that are just easily to point me out of a out of a crowd. Uh, yeah, I got called You're out targeted. all the yeah. time. Targeted. Like I the probably the funniest st- story from boot camp was when you go to the chow hall. Uh, that you you still don't have a break to eat lunch. You go to the chow hall and you're still in marine boot camp mode. You still have to be like when you go up to get your food, you have to say for breakfast you have two choices of sausage or bacon. I didn't enjoy the bacon that they had at boot camp because they didn't cook it. Really, it was, they didn't in the navy either. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just a whole military thing. They're like, "This is how you cook bacon," like, and there's a you have to read this government document that's from like 1900 uh-huh. when they're just like eating raw pork is yeah. good for you. It's the only thing they don't have time for. Yeah, bacon. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, it's done. It's wet. Do you like it wet? How do you like it?" How wet do you like your bacon? I the wet, the wettest. Please. Yeah, it's mm. wetter than a pickle. Mm, delicious. Anyway, so didn't like the bacon. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. And uh, I would usually get the sausage because that was already like pre cooked, so impossible to fuck impossible, up. Impossible, right? And, and it's, it's like it's like still cooking kind of in the water too, right? Like yeah, the yeah. Water it'll steam in there at least. Yeah, stuff, at least, yeah, yeah. But usually the oh, there's enough salt. salt that I can't believe you're, you're starting to remind they're, me. They're trying to turn you into killers. Yeah, <laughs> they're like we'll just, part of it. We'll destroy everything. They'll burn the damn earth down. Um, <laughs> so, so what happened? So uh, I get sausage, and and you have to be like. To pick your choice, uh, sausage recruit, and they give you your sausage, and you move down, and your elbows have to be tight, just like you're holding your weapon, and you move all the way down, and you get to pick between things, and you say, uh, like, toast recruit, and then you get your thing, and, and then you get to the end, and at the end What's of the What's that line, last word? Recruit. To- recruit. Uh, toast yeah. recruit? Yeah, so everything is something recruit. We would have to say recruit. seeming recruit. Oh, toast. Yeah, yeah, toast. We were yeah. talking to, so there was another recruit on the other side. Yeah. I went through when when you went through boot camp, you also had to do a week of the chow hall stuff, but they got rid of that because now it's all private contractors. But that's neither here nor there. So I'm trying to make this story not an hour long. <laughs> no, we got time. Uh, so uh, if they were recruit on the side, you would call them recruit, and then you can't even say like, me or I or we, you would say this recruit because mm. uh, you didn't. Uh, yeah, you couldn't say like, hey, you uh, if you said that to a drill instructor, you're you would no longer be alive. Yeah, you would be dead. Yeah, they'd be like, I'm a you. I'm a sheep. And they yell <laughs> at you. Oh, they got a sense of humor, too. Yeah. Jesus. The burns that they have are really, really great. Anyway, so you go to the end of the line and the drill instructor is at the end and he has to check everyone's food to make sure like if if you know you're not if you're supposed to have double portions or you're supposed to have less or, I was on or, half or it's supposed to be cooked like fuck, like <laughs> that was not part no <laughs> see if the, the most <laughs> the most important thing no. is it edible no no that was never yeah no i don't think that was even taken into consideration <laughs> and uh this is so then he gets it and you go uh good morning sir and then he tells you to fuck off and then you go sit down uh but I, I think this was a Sunday, mm-hmm. so they had extra time, and that was the worst day in in boot camp. Is when you woke up and there wasn't a lot planned, and you're like, "Oh God, they're going to get creative." I, yeah, we could do whatever they want. Uh, and uh, so this was a Sunday, and I get to the end, and he goes, "What the fuck is this?" 
and he holds up the little uh, half-cooked sausage. And I go, sausage, sir! And he goes, what the fuck is this? And he points at my name tag and goes, recruit bacon, sir! It's like, go back and get yourself. So I had to go back in the line and get the bacon. So I get the bacon. Bacon, recruit! Got it. Go to the Just to entertain this fucker. Yes. Yeah. This This is the fun story. So (laughs) I get to the end and he goes, what the fuck is this? And he holds up the bacon as it's dripping just water is pouring out of it like he opened up a clam or something and uh he's i said that's bacon sir and he goes that's not enough for all of this go back and get yourself so i had to go back and they basically gave me like whatever was left in the tray like this pile of floppy saggy bacon uh and then i was able to go sit down and you have to finish everything on your plate (laughs) So I had to eat. And but this is like I think this is like week nine in boot camp. Yeah. So like I am rail thin. I think I'm like 190 pounds. Uh my stomach is the like size of a walnut. I tr- gullet this soggy bacon down. And then we all have to like run outside to get in formation. And as I'm running to get out in formation, I'm just throwing up <laughs> the bacon. And in Marine boot camp, you can't spit on the ground. You can't throw up. You can't do any of that stuff. So if, you, if somebody like spit when they were running, they'd make them go back and pick it up. They'd say like, find it and pick it up and put it in your pocket. They made me pick up all my throw up and put it in my pockets <laughs> like all my pockets throughout the day. And I think we had, uh, we had to go to a classroom that day. Anyway, that's not even the worst part. The worst part is you don't even get a washer dryer in boot camp. You have to wash your own clothes with like a brush and some soap out on a, a piece of concrete and a water spigot. And I had to like turn my pockets inside out and get all that bacon out of there. Jesus. Disgusting. Yeah. 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 It, it, but a part of me is like, okay, well, how'd that asshole end up on like dinner duty too? You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that, that like that's what you kind of realize is like that guy was a fuck up of his own. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, that's just what they do to you. That's uh, all uh, three of them. All, uh, they, they really break you down, get your mind like so you could function when shit is hitting the fan. Uh, so that's really all I've learned is like when things go down or like when stuff gets tense, I'm like laser focused. Like, a car caught on fire in the backyard of 91 Donkey Lane. That was true. That actually happened. Yeah, this like actually... the third week of quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Our neighbor's car started on fire. Just a big truck started on fire. And it was like the middle of the night. And I opened up my eyes and I instantly knew everything that was going on. And I was already calling the police before my girlfriend could was even awake. Whoa. She's like, what's going on? Let's I'm go like, back car's on fire. <laughs> I'm going to try and puke on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have some so, stuff in my pockets. So, so I mean, yeah. I'm going to butcher this and trying to describe the show, yeah. but it's you two living together in a uh-huh. in in the apartment that we see now. This uh-huh. y'all are roommates, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is a magical place. Yes, and doorways can have anything going on, like anything goes in ninety one Donkey Lane. Yep, we have several sub basements with uh, creatures and uh, magical items and upstairs tiles. If you step on a tile, there's a truth-telling tile. Uh, there's a pee-your-pants tile. That one is really annoying. 
how much of this is like uh how much of this are y'all just kind of like roommates living your day-to-day and then something in the apartment kind of just motivates you to turn it into a storyline or a, an improvisation yeah piece. we sort of look for anything right if we're having a conversation and we start like we, we do a lot of bits together you know we'll just throw jokes around just trying to figure out what works and if we find something we really like we immediately stop talking about it just and then we just figure out a time to come record yeah because once we get a, an idea you know we can just kind of roll with it from there and it's not as fun to us if we like sit back there and do like the writer's room and yeah. knock it out because we start saying things to each other and we go stop 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 we like let's go record let's go record yep. so because then it's it's just trying to get each other to laugh uh-huh uh, and it's really fun because Nate and I actually really enjoy each other's company we're yeah. roommates for a reason uh we're great friends he is in my wedding uh but being on the podcast and like fake hating each other is so much fun it is a lot of fun right like figuring out what dynamic works for us it's i i just i really really enjoy the show as we we knew we wanted to do something improvised and we knew we wanted to kind of make it like an anything goes sort of thing we figured magic was the best way to do it Mm -hmm. but like the dumb parts of magic you know we're always like magic (laughs) can never be cool like that's one of our rules (laughs) of like every time the thing that i think what we talked about when we were talking about making the show is like anytime you see magic in a movie and tv and in pop culture in books it's usually like this cool thing and yeah oh there's so much greatness about yeah. it and we're like what's breaking yeah. down yeah like what if it sucked you what know if, yeah like <laughs> it's a very it's, majestic thing and it's almost elitism like where it's yes. like oh you have to yes. train to be a magician or you have to yeah. go to, oh you have yeah. to go to a school for it or oh, be up on the, you have to be in the like, castle yeah the castle is like private it's only like, you know it's yeah, ridiculous Hogwarts, no. that school it's a private school right you have to be invited <laughs> It's very snobby to be a magician, unless you're. I mean, unless you're like Nate on a submarine and you're doing the dark arts. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, the devil, the devil answers prayers. That's all I'm saying. That's the official geekscape uh, <laughs> take. I thought I thought the same thing about you know vampires and vampires are always like the snootiest monsters because yeah. they're up in their castles or they're uh, elite yeah. and they always have like a ball and this and yep. that i'm like these I'm like, get the fuck out of here these guys can't hold jobs they can't that's go out like, in the yeah. day what we do in the shadows perfectly yes. that's like uh, that's they should perfect. just be losers yeah, yeah. Yep. yes yeah we one of our favorite shows is what we do in the shadows yeah because it's, again it's just like no being a vampire would they would suck. be annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's no way you would be successful at anything because the, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, so magic to y'all in the show is more of an annoyance. Yeah, but it is, yes. but it's part, but like it's part of paying the rent. Like it's, it's the that's it where y'all live. Yeah, it absolutely pays the rent. Well, that was the us. original premise, but things did change when one of our guests. Oh yeah, made <laughs> like this is all because so this is all improvised, and we just if you say it, it's true. It's true. On our show, and we have to we, remember it. Yeah, <laughs> well, we try to remember it. It's I canon. Mean, good yeah. God. Good God, I don't know the rules. So, uh, one of our guests, uh, James Dugan, was it? I can't remember. I, one of our guests uh, made Nate a wizard, or mm-hmm. like, yeah, just planted the seed of the wizard. So then, that completely changed the show, and uh-huh. that was pretty early on, actually. Yeah. So in the show, I'm a very 
I, I, my character is very, very lazy, very sexually free, and a full Bears, wizard now. <laughs> snails yeah. himself. It, it, it's yeah. So it, it snowballed into this like ridiculous version of myself, you know. And he's still named Nate, and like you know, and I don't change anything about my voice for him. So but it's, it's all hedonism, and then it, suddenly that's exactly what it yeah, is. It it's is. purely the id, right? And so yeah. Bacon is a really, really great like. Uh, opposite foil. side yeah foil to that kind of character it just mm-hmm. it works man i just really like what bacon does Get and then suddenly different. you've got this this little kernel of maybe you have some uh-huh. magic power uh for yeah. yeah yeah yep and then yeah just giving nate magic powers and then making it so i don't <laughs> and that i hate it so much and that nate does everything the way that i wouldn't do it <laughs> It's yeah, it's just so much fun to play. It and, really is. And Nate, where did the idea come from? Like, like, did it come in when y'all were like moving in together? How long have y'all been living together? That you, you're like, hey, let's make a semi autobiographical podcast about our lives, but well, with so, fictional elements. So the idea kind of sprung from the dumbest thing in the world. I was living in Austin. Bacon was in Chicago, and our mutual friend we talked about was in Boston. We used to have. We watched. Uh, this stupid reality show uh the proposal the proposal it was hosted by jesse palmer and uh there would be 30 bachelors or 30 bachelorettes and one person who is going to propose or get proposed to at the end of this half hour reality show and they don't see them at first yeah the person who does the main person is behind uh, what looks like a world series trophy (laughs) We're getting uh, deep into proposal lore. Yeah, yeah, I don't see how this works. Like, it's, it's a so, lot of fucking people. It's so many so people. Many people. It they is get so... cut right away, right in the beginning. It's, so it's basically just like looks, right? Like it's yes. like I don't it's like the way you look. Looks. I don't like the way you look. I don't like the way you yes. look. Well, the first round is all about looks, and then they try to make it like. And now it's let's get into it, like the real bits about them. It's so stupid, but we would watch this over the PlayStation 4 network and just throw <laughs> bits at each other. And it would take us four hours to watch this 45 minute show, right? Yeah. And so Bacon and I, we started talking like there's because we had some bits rolling around in there that uh, uh, one of the bits that went from that that's on the show is our the way that we speak in like le- fake legalese, <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah. really shitty legalese, because that came in of like. Every time you watch like a lawyer TV show, it's all wrong. It's and none all of this stupid, goes. right? Yeah. So we like just take it to the max every time somebody would say something and be like, uh, "Your Honor, I di- I disagree." <laughs> so <laughs> that yeah, that was just from watching this stupid show. So you know, uh, like, but y'all are like making these bits, but like, uh, where the where the hell are the bits going? You know, it's like a part of me is like, okay, you're writing the bits, but are you doing it to write a script? Are you doing it to put on stage together? Y'all are living like you know miles it, apart like the bits are gonna lead to what well they kind of led you know we right. I, I was gonna move back oh, to boston yeah. right and bacon kind of decided to move here at the same time so we sort of when we figured out we were gonna move in together we're like well you got all the recording equipment you know and it was always gonna be a podcast yeah yeah pretty much it was easy it was like hey and i was leaving behind a podcast yeah uh the adam sandler please stop and you know i'm just like hey guys it's gonna be too difficult (laughs) imagine not being in the same room as somebody and trying to do a podcast this sorry guys i'm stretched too thin (laughs) i couldn't fly here talking about culture it's really i'm sorry (laughs) how far we've come in 2019 yeah uh that idea was like 
frowned upon and now it's like oh uh, 91 donkey lane is going to continue yeah to it's going to continue hey, jason, uh well jason bush uh is a hey jason how are you man he's in, in the youtube and he's like og geek drum fan that was the uh that was the the show i did before geekscape so that oh, that dude's been that dude's 16, wow. that's 16 years ago so yeah, what's up jason how are you that's oh. either that's either a true fan or a stalker yeah, stalker. yeah. yeah one that's of the fun. two you can tell by, beggars, beggars can't be choosers yeah well, you can tell by the letter you get if it's printed out uh or if it's uh cut out letters yeah. from a magazine yeah that'll tell you <laughs> yeah you know what i just I, you know anytime anybody listens to one episode watches one episode or whatever yeah uh, you know or or is like matt kelly and has been here you know since the beginning of geekscape and so with that like i'm i'm just down for that um honestly you know, we are too. yeah people yeah, don't yeah. need to listen to everything and i know i was telling this to the uh saturday morning showdown kids today at, at lunch i said that we had this bat week where we had the executive producer of the new batman film mm-hmm. we had ian and i talking about the new batman movie and i was like this is like this is super super uh concentrated comic book conversation this these numbers are going to do great so it did not do as well as when wow. i had the stereo on a week earlier where those boys are a rock band that has been defunct for over 10 years huh. and are now getting together to put out a new album after over a decade but back in like 1999 2000 they were one of the hot new bands that were going to be part of that new emo thing that was going to go into the early 2000s and they just never clicked in they just huh. they, they saw like fallout boy and all these other bands just kind of and that got more numbers than the batman thing i just don't know how this shit works after 15 yeah. years so <laughs> so i'm just glad people come in whether it's yeah. like jason Honestly, coming back yeah. after 15 years or bolt t who's here whenever we broadcast like just you know thankful to have people who care uh you know, even if it's it, just it, for an episode or two it is cool we we do have some fans who like like one or two who reach out from crazy places it's very it's the weirdest feeling like i that it like our, our our audience ship is still very very small but having people reach out mm-hmm. yeah man it's awesome i especially love especially now since our 100th episode is coming out yep uh i haven't told you this nate but we've gotten a couple uh messages like a couple emails and uh you know and then we've gotten a, a bunch of voicemail messages actually yeah if you're listening to this you can our we're still have like a week yeah 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 before we record our uh 100th episode uh you can give us a call on our phone number. It's 6363 donkey. That goes right to our voicemail <laughs> message. And you could leave us a voicemail. You could be a character. Uh-huh. You know, you could be like a bat calling that would about be cool. keys that you left at our house because, or something. Yeah. And bats need keys back need for their <laughs> bat mobiles. Exactly. Because the sonar doesn't work. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the joke. So write that down. <laughs> and here you go. Mr. Conan O'Brien. I will take my check. There we go. I threw the number up on the uh, screen. Yeah, six, yeah. The real watching. number is impossible. Six three six. It's like six three six three. It's yeah. so bad. I, I, it's been three years. Still don't have it memorized because yeah. it's, it's literally impossible. Here it's, it is. It's six three six three three six six five three nine. It's such a bad number. No. It's a bad number. But sixty three sixty three donkey. That's, That's a good bad. number. It's That's kind of crazy. And you you put that in. On purpose, you didn't miraculously end up with a number that just spelled out donkey. I'm hoping. No, I nah. googled how to like what numbers on a keypad give uh-huh. you a certain thing, and then I went on Google Voice and I yeah. picked that exact one. And sixty three, sixty three, donkey was the only one that had donkey in it. Yeah. So Matt says you got to ask Bacon the the Forrest Gump bit. 
<laughs> oh, okay, Nate, uh, you were part of this bit. Yeah, for uh, it's uh, called Forest Hump. Uh huh. It's a very classy bit. Uh, and we did this at a one-off show called Kerfuffle here. Yeah, it's a little Boston. variety show here in Boston. Yeah. And uh, what we did was it was Tom Hanks night at the strip club. Uh huh. And Nate was the That's MC. The premise. That was That's the premise. The premise. Yeah, not I'm... just this weird ass fucking club you are in. <laughs> That's just like, we, we, hey. we roll. We roll fucking hard in Boston. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, if there is one, I will be there. Tom Hanks night at a strip club. I'm I would there. go see that. Yeah. I would go there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our bit. I was. I was the DJ. I was the main like uh, uh, guy at this Tom Hanks themed strip club. Right. So uh, I started calling. Uh, my my whole job in this was very very easy. It was just to make you know dick puns out of uh, yeah. Uh, like the Tom first Hanks movies. The first guy out there uh, was Blastaway, and he was dressed as uh, uh, Tom Hanks in the movie Castaway. That's right. I forgot. We pulled yeah. a guy out of the audience to yeah. wear, his underwear wear his underwear and hold a volleyball. And hold a volleyball. <laughs> and and Splash the... is just like, that's just too easy. That's, yeah. 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 Like, and like, like Boys he... was another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Toy Story. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so yes. then he calls me out. I'm Forrest Hump. And the whole thing is like, I. Uh, do a strip dance to that, but it's a remix. It's a hard yeah. remix. Yep, you know? <laughs> a good remix, a thick remix, and uh, it ends thickish. It ends with me with those running shoes on, uh, and and long socks and tidy whities <laughs> and I do uh, to this to to uh, someone on stage. I do the whole. Uh, monologue that Forrest does to Jenny's grave. So the host of this show, like the heart of the movie, that's yes, like the climax yes. of the movie, where yes. he's like, he's turned into such a good kid, and like yeah, he's you, going, he's so smart, he's, he's so like, smart, yeah. he's so smart. You died on a Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah. so, but this is not a this yeah. isn't a podcast where you're talking about. This is shit that you actually did on stage. Yeah, this, this is, is a stage of, show. Yeah, yeah, this is people. Yeah, this, yeah, a hundred people, a hundred people. Yeah. The uh, the host of the show is a good friend of mine. She uh, was the still. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was the um, uh, lady who was asked to come up on stage. Yeah, so she got the lap dance and she uh, got the uh, the funeral. Yeah. The funeral oh, and the speech. best part was he wrote you a letter, <laughs> and then I go in the back of my tidy whities <laughs> and I pull out a card, and it says to mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and I give it to her. And then the last bit was the music starts again. And then I, I, oh, when I reach into my pants and the audience thinks I'm going to pull out my penis, but I would not do such a thing. I pull out a white feather. He dances off stage. And I dance off stage. And then I do more. Uh, oh, more then you're puns. like, oh, yeah, we did more uh, uh, Forrest Gump dick puns. Yep. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was. Well, that was my job. I got, I got the easy job. <laughs> what the hell do you all do for work? <laughs> i am uh a senior technical trainer for applied materials i'm a semiconductor instructor uh-huh. today so does anybody understand what he just said no no one does somebody's nate, gonna learn how to use those semiconductors <laughs> for from what i understand nate mm-hmm. you work at the place that makes the tools that make semiconductors yes so nate knows how to make how to how the tools work that make semiconductors yes and he trains yeah. people. yes and i train people all over the world to do that and he that's got cool that. 
Eh, it pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. how much do you have to delineate the improv from the job? Because it's maybe not like going into the mess hall and nah, around. It makes me a better instructor. You know, I'm able to talk yeah. to anyone. I can talk about anything. I'm a real great bullshitter when I need to be, you know. So. And do people discover it? Like, I, I've had situations as a college professor where people are like, I, I mean, just the first day of class, I've had this uh-huh. happen where I'm going through the syllabus or I'm going around class meeting the students on the first day of the quarter and they go, hold hold on, hold on. Geekscape. <laughs> and I go, excuse me? And they're like, I listened. To, uh, I should have made the connection when That's I saw awesome. the the name on the class. Like you do Geekscape, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a problem for the next yeah. eleven weeks or whatever. Like, oh, sh- oh, okay, uh, cool. Yeah. But eventually, eventually, some of the kids end up listening to or like Garrett Briones. He ends up doing a podcast, and Jack, uh, they end up doing a podcast on the network. We have ex students and of mine end up working with it, but it is always coming as a shock when people are like, oh, I listened to the podcast. That, um honestly so, it's uh it's happened to me once and it was a mm-hmm. friend at the gym and not really a friend a person up, at the gym he's like oh it's weird hearing your voice like this like it just doesn't happen to me very i'm not i'm i'm small 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 stuff right but when i do find out i do comedy it's always uh we'll tell a joke you know i'm kind of that and level. the yeah. guy at the gym did that <laughs> no 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 he <laughs> okay the guy at the gym uh if he likes the Didn't, podcast, he's not the kind of guy who would do that. Yeah, no. He, <laughs> tell me a joke. Be like, we don't tell jokes on that. Yeah, we need a bit. We need something. Like, let's <laughs> give, give it some. Yeah, we yeah. gotta find. Want me bit. to do a bit? Okay, <laughs> I could do a bit. The yeah. guy at the gym didn't know I went to the gym, and he's like, "I, your voice." And then, yeah, it was ninety-one Donkey Lane. But he'd, he'd never past, seen you in person. No, no, no. But he was past the podcast by a friend of mine, so we had a mm-hmm. mutual. So okay. I don't know if I count it, but. That's the only time it's ever happened to me ever. No, I'm gonna put that. Uh, let's put that. Let's count that one. <laughs> I say, yeah, let's count that one. That one goes in there. I and count. I count and think, what do you do? I'm, the like, video, I'm a video producer. Okay. Uh, so that's what I've done my entire adult career. So uh, I work for this company. It's a, a white label company. So we do basically all the tech and all the call centers and all the stuff that's needed for roadside assistance so if you have like a state farm or uh progressive or you get a new ford and you get roadside assistance that's actually my company we like do all the behind the scenes stuff so what i do is i just make i have to make these videos to like sell our products to different companies or like next week i'm going to detroit i'm going to the ford plant to do some specific towing videos on their new EVs because electric vehicles have like a totally different way that they need to be towed. Otherwise they get ruined. You rip the front off of the damn thing. Oh, that's not even, it's, <laughs> it's, not the motor. Motor. it's really the, the motors motor. and, the, and wow. the, yeah, the tires and stuff. So there's, and there's over like, winding up a car when you have yeah. a wind up car, Ooh. when it goes into the click clicks, it's bad. Yeah, that's when it goes bad. So it's always oh. been great to have a job like this where I could do creative things, not really that creative, you know. There's some it's, parameter. It's all, it's, all, yeah. it's all corporate, you know, but it, it pays the bills and it's not it's not like a, if I wanted to work at like an agency or then you're really being put through the ringer or if I wanted to work for like a TV show or something. So this allows me to... Uh, live a life and still be able to do my comedy. And uh, when I was in Chicago, I was doing uh, a TV and uh, commercial auditions and voiceover 
auditions. Uh, and I'm going to be doing that when I go back there. So it, it's nice to have a job where I could be like, I'm going to go take off for two hours during the middle of the day. And they're like, just finish that video. I don't yeah. care. You know? Do you, uh, but the end goal for this is like, y'all want to end up like making a show or doing a comedy thing. Like, right. Like, I think there's um, if the opportunity arose, I don't think either one of us would turn it down. No, yeah, um, never in know. a million. But it's not something you like. I'm not like you're not like the asshole in L.A. Like I am, being like, mm-hmm. hey, just keep scratching that lotto ticket. Maybe tomorrow. Like that's not yeah. something y'all are. I are think like gun. Like that's not part of the tunnel vision. Not right now. At this point, yeah. man, I just like doing comedy with bacon. Yeah. You know, I think we have something that just kind of works. You know, and I, I, I really if. if we're making something that I still enjoy listening to, you know, and I I'm real proud of this work we've done. So I'm like, and it's fun and it's just fun. It's just so much fun. This is our, this is us playing pickup basketball. Yeah. This is us. It really is. It's, it blows my mind that people actually listen to it. You know, I think that's such a cool little chair. Better your mind than your knee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that happen twice. Oh no. Yeah. Better blow your mind than a knee. Exactly. As we get older, let's do that instead of pick up let's basketball. It's a very healthy thing. Our to podcast do. and stop playing basketball. There you That's go. An official <laughs> geekscape. That's official geekscape rule. rule. Why are you playing Great. sports? Stop playing network. sports. We're exactly. all against all sports. That's right. We should Any make sport. that on our. We should definitely put that yeah. on the pod. On the, uh, yeah, it's a new shirt for the pod, for the uh, San Diego Comic Con group. Against you. Yeah. We were, when I was asking you, Bacon, like what we should talk about on this episode, because I knew we were just going to freewheel it. I know that. Like it was kind of a dead weekend at movies. There wasn't a whole lot of going on, um, com- you know. Uh, and then I don't, I don't think y'all are like up to, to date on the comic stuff. So the news and reviews stuff that goes out the window. But I was like, what should we talk about? And you said you just saw this documentary called The Sweatbox, and I honestly thought you were freaking joking and being completely sarcastic in your email because yeah. you were like, I just watched this documentary about how. Disney had Empire of the Sun turned into the Emperor's New Groove, and I was like, "Why would anybody make a documentary about that? And <laughs> is, that really, is that really a thing that happened?" Yeah. And and in in and I I dismissed it. I'll be honest. I like saw it, and I was like, "Oh, that's a that's kind of weird joke, but okay." And then you wrote back and said, "Yeah, can we actually talk about the documentary because it's really good?" And I just typed in the sweatbox to to like Google, like I actually typed in Emperor's New Groove documentary. And I found the Wikipedia for the Sweatbox. The story's insane. Mm-hmm. That I didn't. I just thought Emperor's New Groove was Emperor's New Groove, and it was part of like Disney post nineties, mm-hmm. trying to find a new like thing that would work. Yeah, but it was. I've never actually seen the movie. It was. Oh, you've never seen it? It's I've never really seen good. the movie. Yeah, I think it's really good. I still. think it's funny. Even, it's, I think it's funny. That's the best part about learning about this. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Emperor's New Groove was originally called Kingdom of the Sun. And it was supposed to be a big, epic movie a la The Lion King. They even got The Lion King director and another guy to work together. Sorry, I don't know a lot of names. I forget. But they also got Sting was going to do the music. That was the thing. So they're like, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to do The Lion King, except for it's going to be in South America. And instead of Elton John, we're going to get the Sting man himself. Famous South American. Famous <laughs> South American. Well... <laughs> Imagine if they got Sting for like. Imagine if they like had, had Sting for like Encanto or something. Yeah. That's the like, they, this is the way they thought. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, yeah not, Lilo not, and not that Moana wasn't uh, was necessarily done by a Polynesian, but whatever. So this was the original idea, big thing, right? Okay. And uh, Sting's wife, because he was asked to do this, decided, you know, I'm gonna 
I'm going to do the behind the scenes, help make this documentary about Sting making the music for this uh, South American Lion King, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and, but the story was it was the Prince and the Popper, where it's there's a prince and he's really uh, stuck up and he's really vain. And he finds another guy that looks exactly like him and they switched places uh, so he could do all the hard work and he could do all the fun stuff. But then he gets turned into a llama and it's him working his way back is the original story. And there's also a lot of uh, mythology thrown in there. And it's like this big epic story. That actually and, sounds great. Yeah. That does sound wonderful. Yeah. But and Sting does all the music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm right? still a Sting yeah, fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm still there. Well, he has like two good songs. You're still I, stung. I'm going to say this. I, I'm not a uh, not a huge Sting music fan, but after watching the documentary, huge Sting as a person fan. Yeah, because I'm sure he's a legit so, dude. You, you watch this documentary and it's clear just through this whole documentary that Disney is mismanaged. They don't know what they're doing. They're putting their writers and their animators through the ringer when they don't need to. And they really they talk to these animators who are all in charge of one specific character like Yzma. And this guy is like really into Yzma. And he's there's so much to Yzma's character. Uh, and it's Eartha Kitt, right? Yeah. I think so. Is the voice, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is the voice Eartha Kitt? Yeah. And Eartha Kitt brought so much to this role and so much to this character and he he loved it so much and they kept changing the movie over and over and over again until Yzma became basically a shell of herself and the whole movie became uh just a farce and yeah. and a movie that i really loved when it came out and i still really love it's a good movie it's yeah. just it's like straight up, but it's a straight up comedy right it's like david yeah. And it was supposed to be more than that. So yeah. you find out through this documentary all this stuff. One of the best parts about it is every time they go back to Sting, because it goes, it takes like years to go through this. And every time they go back to Sting, he's in some different country. <laughs> he's like, and then it's like, let's go, where, where's Sting? Ah, he's in Peru. And then he's like, and then, oh, wh where, where's Sting now? He's in Australia. Yeah. And then and, and it's Sting complaining about how the guys at Disney aren't telling him anything. Uh, the higher ups at Disney make them make these whole storyboarded movies and then they completely change everything at the end of the movie. The higher ups are all like, I really enjoy this creative process. And all, <laughs> all the animators are like, this was complete and utter hell. I hate it. They're that. not the ones in the trenches. Yeah. So it yeah. really just totally encapsulates like why a lot of those movies during that time at Disney were just such a mess. And yeah. not because it, it started. But they're trying to hit that magic again. I think one yeah. of the best doc Disney documentaries again is that Waking Soup, Sleeping Beauty about how they entered into that era of the Aladdin, Lion King, uh, like, like Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid, because they were they were like, you know what? Let's shutter the animation division. It's all about live action. That's where we're making our mm -hmm. money. And then the Eisner Katzenberg partnership came in, and they were like, hey, let's. Let's actually try and fix this. Um, and I think Waking Sleeping Beauty is great. Uh, yeah. This sounds awesome, but this also sounds like something that's not available. Oh. Where could I even see this documentary? Thank you for asking. I also thought that it was unavailable because... Because it the, sounds like something that would shame the parent company and be like, hey, yes. look how your history was mismanaged. This is what makes the, the documentary that much more sweet is because it was commissioned by Disney, this behind-the-scenes documentary, Disney owns the rights to it, so they're never going to officially release something that shits all over them. 
you could watch it for free on the Internet Archive. You just uh, type in yeah. the Sweatbox download or the Sweatbox movie watch, and it's on Internet Archive for free. The yeah. only that's thing at archive.org. That's that archive.org yeah. site. That's Internet like Archive. all the public domain stuff. Yeah. Yep. And it because wow. you get to watch it and it's not the complete final cut. They haven't put in all the music yet. There's a time code at the bottom. It's 360p, but it's interesting enough and the sound quality is good enough uh, that we really enjoyed it. I watched it with my fiance and she had never seen Emperor's New Groove and she loved the documentary. And then we watched Emperor's New Groove and she liked Emperor's New Groove. It kind of she said that it started well, once you watch the documentary, you're like thinking yeah. about what could have been. Yes, yeah. but she still said like it's insane how good that movie was considering where it started yeah. and how bad that just shows how much talent disney had yeah i mean they they well, may be lion king you know mm-hmm. <laughs> they still had well hold, hold on here guys y'all live together yeah uh-huh. um nate you you have a, a, do you have a kid i have two kids yeah two kids and then there's one kid he likes <laughs> okay but bacon you're about to get married again or married oh, that's again? me get, about to get married again but you're about no, to get married for the first time for the, for the first, first time, time. First and, but, i've been married but, does she does she live with y'all no 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 she comes oh. on the weekends what the uh, hell's gonna happen here like weekend, the 91 donkey lanes gonna end up getting like a back house like are y'all gonna split the lane what's going on oh this yeah. is a very suspenseful thing oh i guess, I guess have y'all thought right. about like what yeah. you're gonna do on the podcast we never actually we haven't talk really about. addressed it yeah yeah it came up that i was engaged and was like why did we even bring that up oh, well uh, so uh uh the podcast is not stopping uh I, uh, our uh, 91 Donkey Lane, uh, uh, what? Oh, uh, yeah, the world, world is going to keep there. going. Yeah, yeah. In, in Donkey Lane, we're, we're just going to do it remote. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, Bacon, yeah. Bacon, are you moving to Chicago? Yeah, I uh, uh, just announced it on social media because we're going through the home buying process, which is a nightmare. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you ended up being a magician. So, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you ended up with magic powers. <laughs> yeah. So, Ruth and I have uh, are purchasing a place in the Buena Park neighborhood of Chicago. And okay. uh, yeah, we're going to be, I'm going to be setting up a whole new studio in that space. Uh, really excited to do that. Nate's going to get just the same microphones that we have mm-hmm. now and a little mixer. And then we'll just do it remotely and uh, yeah. i bet you no one will even know the difference but, yeah but Mad, like nate how are you feeling about this any trepidation on the magic still being there i think you know or are you gonna have to watch the, the uh proposal <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know the way it started and stuff yeah, yeah it feels like it's just an extension but we'll probably watch if the proposal ever comes to season two there is a 100 percent <laughs> chance we'll watch it and we'll we might podcast that. Yeah, we absolutely would watch. Oh man, it's such a terrible show. I love it so, so much. It's so it's everything <laughs> wrong with humanity. It's I think, the worst. I think I'm gonna watch Emperor's New Groove before I watch that. Um, but, <laughs> you should, but you never know. Ian Kerner and I are gonna proposal. sit down for a little bit of Morbius here. So the proposal I proposal started out as a movie called Empire of the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> but the people over at Fox yeah. really screwed it all up. <laughs> well well, dude, uh, congrats on the proposal. <laughs> not the show, congrats on the engagement and the impending in, in nuptials, and uh congrats on like the next like life shift and nate get it together um, you know what <laughs> I, I i did once wasn't for me yeah. wasn't for me jonathan you already have no. kids what do you, you don't need to get married. yeah we did we my, my yeah we did not have kids on my 
Curtis oh, marriage. And, that was uh, smart. That means we, we still have money. We had Matt, we had Matt Kelly. Oh, and, uh, I'd rather. And, I would rather. And I yeah. kept. I kept Matt Kelly. Hey, wow. look at that! Look at that! Wow! And Matt even Kelly. though you passed by that fire department every day, you wow. still didn't drop him off. Huh? My my condolences. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Matt Kelly. Uh, Matt Kelly's still with us, so I. I think I won that one. Um, <laughs> I think I, I think I got the better end of that one, maybe. Uh, no, we love Matt, and you know what? Matt brought you guys to yeah. us here at the Geekscape Network, so I'm happy to have you. Um, well, we're happy to be here, man. Y'all take good care of us. Uh, Geekscape is please subscribe to 91 Donkey Lane, especially since you're getting to their fifth, their twentieth, twentieth, twentieth episode spectacular trademark, and also fuck Ira Glass trademark. <laughs> Y'all can find it on any podcast app. Uh, please do. And then uh, Bacon's got a YouTube channel, which is fantastic because uh-huh. I, I mean, he threw some attention to my beloved Utah Jazz. So I have to, I'm indebted to him on that. I am one. also a Utah Jazz fan. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I watched uh, Kevin Durant rip them in the third quarter oh, last yeah, night. Oh, yeah, that was that terrible. Was no, fun, but no, they're going to get bounced in the second round again, aren't they? Let's, let's, uh, no it's sports. It's going to be a blood sport. <laughs> I was, as I was telling my dad yesterday, I was like, West is looking for like a, Two through eight blood sport right about yeah, now. So yep, yep, yep. we'll see. Maybe we maybe Nate and start a sports a Utah Jazz podcast on the we absolutely Network. We're, we're the I only two definitely. fans. So awesome. <laughs> <Wilford laughs> uh, and and fellow comedian John Cleese. That's right, John Cleese. And I'm yeah. not messing around with that. I have yeah. never been been prouder than when John yep. Cleese totally dunked on Luka Doncic for punching Donovan Mitchell in the face a few weeks ago yep. and ripped him on Twitter. And I was like John Cleese stepping up for our guy. Let's go. I think he's the face of our franchise right now, as far as fans go. Wilford Brimley's gone, so we got Wilford Brimley's gone, and and we're not going to do any of the politicians in Utah. Yeah, let's go. Thank you. Yeah, no, Uh, no, 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 thanks. The reason we live on the coasts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, guys. This has been awesome. It's been great right. getting to know y'all. Uh, yeah. Now that you, you've only been on the network a few years, um, <laughs> Geekscape is serious. Get to know the boys, and I think y'all can jump in on any episode. You don't have to you go pretty back. Pretty much can. You'll get the gist real quick. Yeah. It's, it's not that smart. It's not that smart. <laughs> I mean, if you okay, if there's one, I think Snowpiercer, uh-huh. Snowpiercer, or Total Recall. Uh, I can love the Snowpiercer episode. Here. Yeah. I think Snow y'all Piercer. are in Snowpiercer fighting your ways up the snow, fighting your way up the Snowpiercer. And it would be like, uh-huh. what is real Snowpiercer? Ooh, real knows? Snowpiercer would have a bathroom every, every other, other one. There'd have to be. You'd a have bathroom. to. You yeah. have to. Come on, Snowpiercer. Where's yeah. the bathrooms? It's too Snowpiercer. cold outside to hang your ass out the window. Exactly. You can't do it. You can't do it. Come on. Yep. That your intestines would freeze and your poop would pop. That's, yeah, I, that's, a sci- that's science. I was screaming uh, in the theater. You know, my other problem with that movie, <laughs> they set up that they were feeding the poor people dead bodies. They, they yes. telegraphed that for yeah. train cars. And then it was bugs. It was I did. Bugs. Where yeah. did where the bugs come my from? My biggest yeah. problem was they were like, we got to get to our kids. Got to get to our Ooh, sushi. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just fucking like the kids can chill. I don't know if these kids are getting mutilated, killed, fed to bugs. I don't know what the kids are doing. Like they're so insistent yeah. on yes. finding these kids, and then they get to the train car with sushi, and they're like, "What kids?" Exactly. <laughs> oh, I was like, "Wait, let's stay home." That's a real tough movie once you think about it like that much. And you got to, you got yeah. to you have to. Yeah, yeah. You want a realistic That's Batman? Incredible. You're gonna take some hits. <laughs> It's a really this really allegory for society. Yeah. I want to know 
like the hot tub room? Do you just stay there forever? <laughs> I don't know. God, it's so Who weird. Who cleans the hot tub room? Yeah, Who why is water? That? Where does that water come from? The hot tub room should be right next to snow pile room. <laughs> she could run out of hot tub, go in the snow pile room, run back. I didn't understand any of it, man. Yeah, not a bit, not a single bit. I'd watch, I'd watch it again. But it, it, the, I think the best, no offense, it's Norm Pierce's, and obviously that dude is an Oscar winner now with the uh-huh. Parasite. He's an incredible filmmaker, but uh, Amazing, my man. favorite thing that has come from Snowpiercer is that episode of 91 Donkey Lane. So, Geeks gave us maybe search for that on your favorite podcatcher and go start there. It's a very uh, fun episode. Very, very fun. Guys, thanks for joining us. Hey, uh, Geeks gave us. Like this is the network. We got twenty plus shows, um, and they range from pro wrestling to comedy to music mm-hmm. to horror movies to filmmaking Great and garbage. all sorts of stuff. So just yeah. come check out anything. Search for Geekscape on your favorite podcaster, and uh, find us on social media. The ninety one Donkey Lane Boys are very active on Instagram at. Yes, we are. Uh, Donkey Lane. Yeah, it's at Donkey Lane. At Donkey Lane is our Instagram. Uh, every episode that we release, I draw a crude drawing on my iPad and I post it. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, we have arguments on the comments. We do have a subreddit that we oh that yeah we, that we, we barely use. <laughs> yeah, there's a ninety one Donkey. We use Lane that subreddit. to argue too. Yeah, mostly <laughs> mostly just different forms of arguing. That's <laughs> all it is. Well, Geekscape is you can also find Geekscape just search for anything on for, search for Geekscape on social media you'll find us uh, my favorite place to talk to y'all is on the Geekscape Forever Facebook group uh, that one's fun and uh, obviously uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff and wherever you're watching it hit that little bell button and subscribe to Geekscape TV yeah. or our Twitch channel and get notified whenever we have another episode or Matt posts another video we're working on those around the clock uh, guys thanks for joining us Thank you for having us. Thank this you. Is, Au revoir. Au revoir, my friend. I ain't <laughs> ever getting no vaccine. I'm kidding. That's All right. right. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll talk to you oh, later. That was a herald. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was a bit. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.